Blog Talk Radio. Turnbuckle Terminal fans, welcome to the show on another Sunday afternoon. Thanks for being here. Real fast before we jump into it with the guests, if you're looking for pro wrestling today, Warrior Pro Wrestling happening in Danville, Indiana today. So head to Danville if you're looking for some pro wrestling. Also, we want to wish our best happy birthday wishes to Coach Mike Jones, the coach with the most, coming at us from coast to coast. He doesn't mean to brag, but he's got a boast. Wild swarming here. He's about to roast, so raise a toast to the coach with the most. Happy birthday, Coach. But as we continue on with Funny Ha Ha Month, I want to bring on one of our all-time favorite guests here. QT and JB will confirm, I believe, our very favorite Pacific Northwest Ladies Champion, Miss Sunny Days. Miss Days, a pleasure as always to have you here. Do we have Miss Days? Sunny Days. Just quiet. You know, I, I, I did hear her say uh, hello right after, the ent- after our entrance music hit. Like, hello. Hmm. I did say her- I didn't hear that myself. Sunny I did day. too. <laughs> oh, sunny day. Sunny disappeared. I think can she's just shy. There we go. Now we can hear sunny days. Oh, there she is. <laughs> hello, hello, gentlemen. And I am <laughs> wonderfully happy to be here with you today on Turnbuckle Turmoil. How have you been? Doing fairly well, Miss Days, and this is a special occasion for you to be here because we're right in the middle of Funny Ha Ha Month. You not known as a stand-up comic, but you have taken a role as a stand-up comic in a movie which qualifies you for this. How did you get such a position? Honestly, by sheer gumption and notion as to what to say, I just opened my mouth and funny ha-ha came out. Ha-ha-ha. And that's how I got the part in the comic strip as Teddy Fuqua, the stand-up comedian. Now, did you research this role as far as going to yes. comedy shows? Or watching video on certain stand-up you know, comics, anything took, of that nature, or did you go into it and just tackle the project? You know, it took a lot of comedic relief in the form of movies and popcorn and haha moments uh, from the last 30, 40 years. My favorite comic of all time is Rodney Dangerfield. But I'm also a very big Lucille Ball fan. Very interesting. I did not know she was a stand-up, but I can see where the comedy no, aspect comes from. Back then, that's what they did. It was a live show, right? That is very true. Mm-hmm. I think she is. And nobody wanted to call her it. Neener, neener. Woman power! <laughs> Now, as we've learned this month, a lot of pro wrestlers have gotten into stand-up comedy over the last several years. We learned last week that Big Jack Cunningham actually started out as a stand-up, which he still is, before getting into wrestling. 
Yeah, Did you consult with any of the pro wrestlers that do both to kind of meld what they do into your role? No, I kind of stopped doing that because generally the way it works out is nobody gets back to me. So I took this initiative and I put it towards the amount of time for movies and YouTube videos of stand-up comedians that have made it bigger than the independent comedians that are here in this area. But good on them for getting out there and doing it. I very much support them and their comedic endeavors towards the live-action stand-up style. It is a very hard medium to get into, even though pro wrestlers on some level have training to do what stand-up comics do in front of a live audience. Yeah, I've actually been um, blessed to know a by a man by the name of uh, T.C. Um, I can't remember. What's his last name? I think it's T.C. Williams. He's a stand-up comedian in Vegas, and but he also does acting. So that's how I met him, and he's pretty funny. Funny ha-ha or funny he's, strange? Nah, funny ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. Ah-ha, but, that's why we like to hear this yeah. month. All right. Now, you've been hard at work at this film for a while now, but uh, you've also had some wrestling coming back within the last few months. I know you were on the first ever Glamour show. Next week, Blue Collar Wrestling returns. Have you been not only acting on the movie, but have you been able to keep your training regiment up for the ring? Well, um, it's a good thing that I have a local gym and spa place that I can reside at while I'm not on the road wrestling. Because you know as well as I do how important it is to condition your body to make sure that you can withstand the tremendous amount of athleticism that comes with wrestling. So with that being said, not only have I been doing other movies, but I've also not stopped training. Um, The weather is not my favorite right now, um, as in liquid sunshine. But I tend to look at it as, you know, something just to deal with. And I loved going on the road. The Glamour Show was amazing. I was asked to come in um, at the very last minute for the very first Glamour Show, and they've been successful in three others, I think. Yes. No, two. Two others. And they have an upcoming Glamour Show October 28th. Third, in Vaughn, don't forget that one. Um, you should look on their website to find out more information. I've been too busy to um, keep up with all of it, so instead I've been doing two other movies since I did the comic strip, and I'm working on a third one right now called The Last Patriot. Uh, what's really cool is that Come October 23rd, instead of doing the Glamour Show, I will be going back to my home promotion, Blue Collar Wrestling in Portland, Oregon, with our brand new venue and our brand new roster of characters and sensational humor, ha, 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 moments throughout the time that you're there for the show. That sounds like a very, very solid thing, but... One of my co-hosts has been very, very, very eagerly anticipating you being here today. He was Wonderful. mostly excited, as I've ever seen him here. J.B. Moonshine, why don't you take the reins for a bit? Hey, <laughs> Sonny. Hey, Sonny. How's it going? Hello. It's going great. How uh, are you today? Good, good, good. Um, first off, my wife, Mrs. Moonshine, wanted me to tell you hi, and she misses you. Mrs. Moonshine, <laughs> I love you, girl. <laughs> She's always glad to see you and how peppy you are. <laughs> oh, good. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> how is my brother and, uh, from another mother? 
Oh, me, I'm doing great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that with the whole wrestling and everything coming back to, back around now. I'm sure you're getting those cookies right. just as much as so, anybody else. So what's your, <laughs> well, what's your, uh, what's your favorite moonshine moment that you're going to look forward to? Can it be a ha-ha moment? Moonshine. <laughs> a ha-ha moment. Come on, you have a <laughs> ha-ha moonshine moment. The, the the only real haha moonshine moment I ever had that I ever had was coming out to Baby Shark and having four hundred fans go nuts. <laughs> Don't say that. It's terrible. I, I know. Huh? Nobody likes that. You're gonna have to switch gears, okay? Because we're doing like a twenty-one and over show, so we gotta like be all something. <laughs> I know the the, the one the one the, the one time that I get to you know actually have permission to get all drunk and crazy and everything that no, uh, I won't be able to drunk. make it. Yeah, don't. <laughs> well, that's don't. what we're trying to do. Yeah, unfortunately, I will not be at the very first BCW show this time because I actually have a book. You don't you? Yep, I got a budget in Spokane for SAPW. That hit me up <gasps> about a month ago. So, <laughs> well, all righty so then. <laughs> but I'm I'm still rooting for you guys. I'm hoping that you guys have an awesome show, and I will be back on no, in November when they actually start their weekly shows. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, I hope so. And did my but ears deceive me? Are we are we going to be doing training too? I thought blue collar wrestling was. About ready to start I, doing some kind of training, because you know, heard, unless we're we working our... with the Oregon Wrestling Training School, because they're pretty cool too. I've been down there a couple times. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I heard that they're supposed to be that we're supposed to be hopefully going back to Sundays and doing weekly shows as well. I Wonderful. heard. So hopefully, see what happens. <laughs> I would um, do extend but, um... my hand. Yeah, go ahead. What were you gonna say? Oh, I was just about to your guys' little comedy thing since uh, I, I I know that you were talking about like Lucille Ball and she has done a couple not big things but she did do a couple stand ups. I have seen her do a couple things with stand ups. But my favorites, but I'm an older schooler guy, so my favorites were always the dual comedy. I always liked like Abbott and Costello or or Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. Are you a Three Stooges fan? Because I'm a Three Stooges uh, fan. Uh, <laughs> I Come on, man! I am a Three Stooges, Stooges fan. Okay, so I, I, did you I, I, see always... the new remake of the Three Stooges? With with Will Sasso and them. Will Sasso, yeah, yes, yeah. I have. Yes, yeah. yes, I have. Do you think that <laughs> I, he channeled his inner Larry Curly and Mo? I I I think just I think he did really good. I've always really liked a lot of Will Sasso. I've seen him a lot during when he did the whole uh, Mad TV and all that stuff. And he even did a really mm-hmm. good Stone Cold impersonator. And I've always liked a lot of stuff he's done. And I thought he did a really good whole uh, Curly and everything like that. I think you're right. I have to agree. Mo was I my mean, favorite. I mean, he sounded like him. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've always, I've always liked the I've always liked the whole serious and damn witted one type thing. You know how like a- Abbott was always the being the one that getting in the trouble, and then or yeah. or Abbott was always the serious one. Costello was the one that was getting in trouble and causing. You know, I always liked that. Same thing with Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin. It's always I guess it always Lewis and Dean Martin. Yeah, those were good comics. <laughs> I'm I'm an old school fan. I I like all that stuff. I mean, I watched Lucille Ball, black and white stuff. I might. <laughs> uh, but um, hey, let's see if we can get into some questions now. First yes. question. I could you say, said um, that you had questions, <laughs> and I derailed you. Yes, yes, I do have a couple, not a whole lot, but uh, um, <laughs> well, let's see. Let's, <laughs> ha ha ha! Yeah. Um, do you oh, have yeah. any like? <laughs> do you happen that like um, like within in your movies and stuff like that? I mean, you have you said you had like a couple uh, that you've done, and you have another one working in on. I mean, is it is this something that you're like trying to do more than wrestling, or um, I mean, are you still doing more wrestling stuff? And this is just a side. Oh, honest brother, I got bored. I've been waiting around for wrestling, and, I mean, come on. I went, and I was getting licensed. I got licensed right before the whole damn country shut down. 
So I was supposed to go to Japan, and and they closed the borders. So, um, and Mexico, that was the other one. But in in the meantime, I've taken the time to start communicating and connecting with other promotions around the country, like uh, the Super Beast Training Compound and FSW and Versus Pro in Las Vegas. I am going to be go. I'm I'm planning on going to Idaho and Utah as well because I've heard there's a couple of promotions out that way, and I made some good connections this last trip in California, and so why you want to go with me? We do a road trip straight up, and we can ha ha over there. You know, you know, you know me, sister. I'm always down to go on a road trip. I, I'm wrestling yeah, wherever it goes. It. I'm always, yeah, <laughs> I'm always down well, for that. Definitely. <laughs> I am wrestling all about doing life. the drive. That's, yeah, mine too. It really is. You know, I thought it was just some some thing that I picked up a long time ago, but what I've noticed is that it's wrestling has helped me so much more than I kind of expected it to. You know. And when it's no longer fun, I won't do it anymore. But in the meantime, I got bored and I'm waiting around for wrestling. So I, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I got bored too. I started chopping down trees and <laughs> you came. You uh, became a yeah. lumberjack. Basically, I started chopping down trees and making that money and trying to keep my mind occupied until wrestling came back. I mean. I used to right. have like the whole anger management issue and this and that, and wrestling's helped me, me keep too. my and yeah, set my anger down. It's kept me pretty mellow. It keeps me, you know, keeps me sane. <laughs> me too. It makes it easier for me to have a ha 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 moment here and there. It it, it does, and, and wrestling's always the place to be. Like if if you did if you if you had like that bad day or that place, it's always the place to get that dressing out or be somebody that you're not, you know. Just that time to, you know. <laughs> Quick, between Abbott and Costello, which one do you think would win in a wrestling match? I would have to go with Costello on that one. Okay. Costello well, just, just got the whole. How do you think he would win? What would he, What would be the end of the match? I would have to go with like some type of cannonball move, or or or, or maybe the joint the clown off the top rope butt buster or some shit or some crap. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I just see I just see him giving him some type of big splash, or <laughs> and then laughing afterwards. And laughing afterwards, <laughs> like right. that whole who's on first, that whole who's on first gimmick. <laughs> right. What's on second? <laughs> yeah. Now, back to your questions. I've answered your first one. What's your next one? Okay. Okay. Well, I just happened to see your uh, your opponent's uh, promo uh, for uh, on the 23rd. So my question is, is what do you have to say to Caleb, the thoroughbred wreck, or whatever that you have on the 23rd? Because I saw his promo, and it had, like, Tim and his whole football game and but basically, it looked like that they were making fun of having to wrestle a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the room with you a couple of times, so I mean, I know. But <laughs> you got to wrestle a girl. I can see people saying that to him now. I'm sure his whole football team that he works with, you know, the one that he – because he does a lot of – good stuff, and I'm sure he earns his title of being a thoroughbred, but they're all going, <laughs> you have to wrestle a girl. <laughs> what they forgot is who's that girl and what I've accomplished and what I stand for and what I bring to the table. I may be a girl. You know what? I'm not a girl. I'm a lady. Not only a lady, the lady of the Pacific Northwest that holds a five-time champion title. That's right. This last lady of wrestling 
will be in that ring October 23rd. And the thoroughbred better bring his big boy panties on. Otherwise, I'm just going to make his bitch ass stay on the porch. And that's what I got to say about that. So put that in your pipe and smoke it and give it a ah, and I'll see you on the 23rd. It sounds like that. It sounds like that. Taylor Brett might be getting a free ride to the glue factory. <laughs> Maybe I think you're right. Do you have any more questions for me, darling? Because I think I've answered Jeez. that rather well. Yeah. Yes, you. Yes, you did. Um, let's see, I know I have a couple more somewhere. Let's see. I'm trying to think of stuff I did ask you last time. <laughs> that you didn't ask me last time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, um, I see. Uh, All right. Well, I have some questions. I have some questions for our guest, actually. I came prepared this time. <laughs> you came prepared this time? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Sign guy of the time. Sign guy. Sign of the time, guy. Sign guy. Yes. There you are. Sign guy, I how is. is life? Not too bad, not too bad. Good, I'm glad. As I have told your lovely co-host, I would like I would like to ask some questions of you. Because usually you ask questions of me, and this time I was thinking maybe I should change and bring you some questions as well. Sure. It's like when um, they do the segment on Impact Wrestling, and the host or the guest and the guest is the host. Okay, go right ahead in this case. <laughs> Just for a moment. I've recently been um, dabbling in the wonderfulness that is owning a boat, a sailboat to be exact, a 1981-style sailboat. And I was just wondering if you happen to know what kind of engine would be the best to put in a sailboat of the 1981 variety. Some type of Cummins engine. I'm sorry? Generally, it's they are either... Some type of Cummins diesel engine. That would be what I would go with personally. Correct. Correct. The newer, the better. Unless you know what you're doing. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but what I do know that I'm doing <laughs> is making sure ask you more questions. Now, if you had worked in the Coast Guard and you were going to do a, a, a security check test upon the boats in a marina, what would be one of your, what would be the first three things that you look for on a boat? Registration, contraband, and life preservers. <laughs> well, you got one out of three. One right. Preserver. Preserver. Oh, one second, Miss Days, because we have QT. He actually did oh, yeah. work in the Coast Guard for twenty years. So, QT, do you know the answer? You uh, first look at your lifeboats, your davits, to see if they're working properly. Uh, you know, to, that lower the lifeboats into the water. They, the, your davits are very important. And then your galley equipment so you can put out a good meal. Correct. Yeah. And the third? Uh, the third, probably I'd say mm, your armory, if you have an armory aboard the sailboat. It depends on mm. how big your sailboat is. Like your armory. <laughs> Tabs. Correct. I didn't know what the answer was, so I figured I asked, I would ask a professional. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> well, you're lucky QT was in the Coast Guard. I was. I am lucky. Or did I know that already? Mm. <laughs> you probably knew. Ha, ha. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <clears throat> Let's see. And that is the end of my questions. Those were all the questions that I had. I didn't have any more. 
<laughs> I made you, made you laugh. Okay, I I I have I have one final question for you, Sonny. Uh, yes, sir. One final question: In the ring, when you wrestle, and stuff, is there if there's any way to describe uh, how you wrestle or what or what you are in the ring? I mean, how would you describe yourself? What you want me to describe <laughs> myself? Well, like, Honey, how, how would you like? What? <laughs> I'm indescribable. What are you talking about? You cannot <laughs> what describe you... what Sunny Days is going to do in the ring. Okay, Sunny Days <laughs> enjoys grappling. Sunny Days enjoys ring work. Sunny Days likes to make the crowd laugh because they're funny. What I don't like is when Sarah gets in the ring with me and she tries to kill me. That that's bad. <laughs> That that was that was a bad that was a bad night. I do remember that night. That was a bad night. <laughs> but but what makes what makes what makes Sunny Days Sunny Days? What makes what makes her unique? You know, you got all these women in, in in wrestling. You got all these you know wrestlers and this and that. What makes what makes you you? What makes you unique? What makes you know? What makes me unique? I I don't know. Maybe it's my hair. Well, <laughs> it's big and poofy, uh, <laughs> and I have no control over it. So I figured I gotta I, be I, as cool as poofy as my hair. Okay, I would give you that. <laughs> me me me. As long as as long as I've known you, and I've known you it's for overall. quite a while. <laughs> well, that yeah. that yeah. No, yeah, no, that's you. I, you're I, your I, overalls. I, I would have to say what makes you unique would be your personality. Your your personality, Aww. I think, makes you. You know, you're you're always you're always bubbly. You're always happy. You always you're you're always there to make people. You know, if they had a bad day, you you put a smile on their face. Almost like a bright spot in the light of wrestling. Basically, that's why you're that's why like you're stunning there. Fire. Because you're you're that's right. You're you're, 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 I'm fine. you're the bright spot. See, you're the you're, right. you're, you're the fire fire. You're the bright Not the spot. Not the shitty spot. Roughly, see? The bright spot. <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> the bright me. spot. You know, just sunny <laughs> day. See, you 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 make any rainy day sunny. That's right. Unless <laughs> I bring liquid sunshine. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but I guess that's about all the questions I have this time or whatever. So I'm definitely well, glad you, to sir. hear from you, again, Sunny. And I can't wait Definitely to glad see to you. Hear from um, you. And good luck <laughs> on your competition. In and good luck on your competition. <laughs> yes. yes, and good luck on your competition. I'm just going to say you're Shine welcome. Shine uh, But thank you. Shine <laughs> <laughs> Dye, yes, it's up to you now. You just go ahead or QT if you have questions for her. Well, we have a special guest, and since it's his birthday, I would like to bring him on. I think he has something to say to Sunny Days. Coach Mike Jones, are you with us? I am Coach Mike Jones, a coach of the most. Okay, Coming Coach Mike Jones. Coach, coach Mike Jones with the most. Here in Puyallup, Washington. Sonny, I want to just thank you for all you've done in wrestling. <clears throat> and the Real School Army loves you. We hope hey, to see you Real School November. Army's been my school army for a long time now. Exactly. Since 2010. Yeah. And then... Uh, we're hoping to see you there November 6th at WUW. November 6th? Sounds like a plan, yeah. man. All right. So, yeah, I just wanted to call in and tell you thank you for everything you've done. You're very grateful. Hey, happy birthday there, Coach. Thank you so much. Thank all you guys. Turnbuckle Turmoil is the greatest. Our coach will definitely see you on the 6th. Thanks so much. Happy birthday. Thanks again, guys. W-U-W. Happy, bir- right. Happy birthday, Mike. Take it easy. Thanks. Bye. Well, QT, do you have some questions for Miss Days? Yes, sir. I was going over a, the YouTube video of your match at BCW in 2016 already. September 18th, when you faced uh, Casey Carlisle and Crashella in the ring. 
Uh, how well could oh, the yeah, triple threat at stand-up comedy, Crashella? Okay, wait a minute. Can you please repeat the half, the last half of that question? Well, uh, you were in the ring already. Uh, it already, it's already been since September 18, 2016, when you faced Crashella and Casey Carlyle in the ring. Yes, yes, I did. How well do you think Crashella could do at stand-up comedy? <laughs> you know, that's a great question. I, um, <laughs> I've never thought about that. But now that I'm thinking about it, she's got the scream for it. She uh, definitely has got the booty for it. And uh, she relates well to the crowd, unless I'm beating her up. And then she doesn't do so well, and I would win in a competition. What, what but would Casey you call... Carlisle, on the other hand, that's different. Yeah, she she seemed to have a sour disposition in that match, and she even tried to do like a, a fisherman sneeze uh, before sign before the match began. Remember when she tried huh. to blow her nose, and, and she did use the fisherman's method on the fans? Yes. Oh yes. Yes, I remember that. I would love to do stand-up comedy with Carsey, with Casey Carlisle. I think that would be fantastic because then we could just beat each other up in the ring afterwards. And then I would win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. What would you call a Crashella J.B. Moonshine comedy team? Crashella J.B. Moonshine. Comedy team, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, caution. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what I would call it. Hey, Jimmy Scale. What would you call a comedy team made up of? Who did you say? Crashella. Who were the other two? Crashella and JB Moonshine. <laughs> Caution, Moonshiners. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I just think that they he, they would have the same stage presence as Don Morocco and Mr. Fuji, and they had their Fuji team. Have you JB, what would you call yourself? You know Crashella really, really, really well. <laughs> I'd probably go with uh the uh there's the caution shine or or maybe Crashella the Crash. I I I I think Sandy. Yeah, I think Sandy might have nailed it. I think it probably would have been like Moon Crash or something. Don't know what it sounded like to me. Oh, okay. Sunny, John was a huge fan of Lucille Ball, and you can see some of that Lucille Ball's influence on him. Uh, in his facial expressions on the show Three's Company. Was he in your top five favorite uh, comedians, John Ritter? Okay, Three's Company. And then what about John Ritter? Well, uh, Lucille Ball was a huge influence on John Ritter. On John Ritter from Three's Company, right? Yes. Okay. Well, was... Was John Ritter one of your favorite favorite three uh, uh, comedic actors of all time, John Ritter? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, definitely. I'm also a huge Monty Python Flying Circus fan, um, and not just The Life of Brian. Or uh, they, There were so many of them. I'm telling you, enough to fill a good month of watching Mel Brooks, Lucy Ball, John Ritter and Three's Company. Um, you know, I just, I tried to channel my inner John Ritter and Lucille Ball 
because for me, they were a huge part of my life growing up. Wow, okay. All right. Yeah. Three's Company was something that I would watch on the weekly. Just like Happy Days. I know I'm I'm kind of dating myself, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley were big ones, too. Oh, okay. They were good, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love squeaking well, on that show. It was my favorite. Well, Across the nation in high schools, the prom was looked forward to by the students as a rite of passage. Many kids had a chance to dress up and be part of the king's and queen's court. Now it seems, due to the PC culture, the crowning of the prom king and queen is being phased out. Due to the belief that some races are more likely to be crowned than others. My question is, were you a big fan of King Booker and Queen Charmel? I was. I was oh, okay. a big fan of King Booker and Queen Charmel. Because it was an it was a it was a it was a duo. You know, it's like scary it's like a scary Sherry and Macho Man. Or uh China and the DX, you know, they they kind of go hand in hand. I personally liked it when Eddie Guerrero and China would come out together. They were so hot. But that was just me. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> if you could travel back in time and take King Booker and Queen Charmel back to your high school prom, how could they have done in running for prom king and queen? Oh, they would have dominated. My oh. my high school would have were pretty much idiots. So, you know, it was it's high school. Nowadays, it's there's so much that's different now. Almost like the last. Come on, I'm the last generation that was told you can't be a wrestler because you're a girl. That should show oh. you where. Yeah, the kind of high school I went to. I was a geek, but I could lift weights, so that was cool. I could play hockey. Okay. That was cool. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Well, if Blue Collar Wrestling were to hold a prom dance, who would be the number one choice for prom king and queen? <laughs> <laughs> um, prom king and queen. At BCW, yes. At BCW? Okay. Um, honestly, um, <laughs> let me think. Let me think, because we've got so many queens at BCW, it's kind of hard. The king of BCW would be bad blood himself, because he thinks that's where he needs to be. And queen have to go to the most dramatic, overbearing, overwinning, overpopular, over anything else because they have to be the winner because they want to win. I don't know. Me. Yes, me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to go with Douglas Douglas Rockefeller as transgender. Oh, yes, he would be much better for that than me. Yes. Yes, I like this. This is good. This is a good plan. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Sonny, are you still a big fan of the prop comic Carrot Top? Am I a big fan of the prop to- uh, prop comic Carrot Top? He's yes. funny. Oh, okay. Yes. That's about and it. He, and he was present at the Gene Simmons roast where they roast oh, celebrities. And oh, yes, so yes, was, that's right. Yes, yes. And, and so was Danny Bonaducci and Lisa mm-hmm. Lampadouli. Lisa <laughs> Lampadouli told the crowd that Gene Lisa Lampanelli? Lampanelli. Lampanelli. <laughs> yes. That he had slept with 3,000 women, and he had seen more weathered crack than Ansel Adams. 
Okay. Yes. I, it, also present were were uh, Gene Simmons' son and his wife. I'm not sure if they liked the fact that Lisa Lampanelli brought up the fact that he had slept with Lisa. Yeah, that's sure. never a good thing to bring up ever. Period. I don't care who you are. That's just bad, bad juju. Well, Sonny, I have been doing. Uh, some research on your favorite uh, animation cartoon character favorite, and I think your choice of the number one stand-up comic would be Roger, the space alien from American Dad. Roger? Yes. Yes, Roger. Correct in your assumption. He really is. Yes, he's very. He runs that bar up in the <laughs> I mean, I would pay big money to see J.B. Moonshine in the show American Dad in that attic uh, ordering a drink from Roger with Lisa Lance. <laughs> you know, that would be funny. I would pay to see that. Yes. I, I just remember that you said that Roger was one of your favorite characters from an interview oh, yes. we did with you like about uh, five years ago. Yes, you're correct. That stuck out to me. <laughs> is it because Roger's weird or is it because he's an alien? Well, he I think he's an alien, yes, and, he, and he's not quite into the uh, PC culture that is hitting America right now. No, me neither. No, he's more of do what you got to do. You you do you, boo-boo. You do you. Yes. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, at this time, I'm turning it back over to Sign Guy. Thank you, QT. Well, Miss Days, you have, as we heard earlier, the thoroughbred Caleb Rex coming up next week for Blue Collar Wrestling. Mm. It has mm. long been rumored he is the son of T-Rex. Can we confirm or deny those rumors? What? This is the rumor? It's a rumor I've heard. Hmm. I don't like rumors. All right, well, we'll try to confirm that over the next week. I cannot confirm nor deny that he is related to T-Rex. But that would explain the fat head and little arms, and I don't think it was planned out very well. (laughs) That could be. Could be. In the last couple of years, we have seen a shift in our industry where women's wrestling has been allowed to be on par with all of wrestling, regardless of gender. You see a lot more of the mainstream shows have female matches. We see a lot more female referees on traditional shows. We've seen companies like Glamour, like Mission Pro that Thunder Rosa has, all of that. What do you think of the fairly recent women's movement of pro wrestling? I think it's over overdue. I think that the women of the Pacific Northwest need to realize that instead of choking each other out, that we could definitely just work together and make something amazing. That's what all of the other women are doing all over the rest of the country. And I don't have to say it, but like it was said to me once before, the proof is in the pudding. And I really like the pudding because it gives me hope for the next generation after me of young women's wrestlers. Speaking of the next generation, we have a large amount of second, maybe even third generation people that have entered the business. I know 
I have worked with several generations of various families, uh, second, sometimes third, sometimes fourth generation. I'm positive you have as well. What do you think it is about wrestling that attracts multiple generations to perform at it? Well, if your grandfather owned a clock shop and then he gave it to his son and he said, do something with it, and then he does, and then the next generation does, and then the next generation does, I think in the end, we all want to leave a legacy for our next generation. Same thing goes with me. My son, he's 17, and he asked me just the other day, Mom, can you teach me how to wrestle? And I thought to myself, oh, my goodness, are we there yet already? Because wrestling to me is like in my blood. And I honestly think that maybe some some time before I was ever even thought of or my mother was ever even thought of, maybe I too have those those roots, those roots for professional wrestling and to aspire to something better and bigger than ourselves, a legacy, so to speak. Make sense? It does. Now, there's one guy that we both know that is reverse second generation, meaning the son started and then he followed. He's had a major lifestyle change in the last couple of years. That, of course, the father of our co-host, J.B., Paul Freakshine, as he is now known. What do you think of the changes that Paul has made going from his family over to the Freak Show? Do you want my honest opinion, or do you want my sunny day's opinion? Let's go half and half. Oh, you always give me a challenge. Okay, half and half, huh? Personally, I think it's fantastic because I see that it can go both ways and that it just takes one. But if you if you enjoy it and you enjoy the people that you're around, and you guys make magic, so to speak, go for it. Let's do it. Shine bright, my darling. Shine bright. How about that now, for half an hour? Speaking half? of him, he also has been the recipient of some sunny days first aid in his day, as have a lot of us. <laughs> yes. You're a very, very <laughs> important part of any locker room. Do you have any idea how many sports entertainers have been saved by you, and even more in particular, your cleavage? My cleavage? Yeah, I know it saved at least one guy. I saw it. Yep. Yep. 17 and 0. My, uh. Not a bad record. Yep. The rest of me. About about five, because of something that I was able to know, because of the knowledge I have. You see, before I even was in wrestling, I went to, uh, I was in medical, so I got to learn all that cool medical stuff. We're lucky that so I just you brought did. it with me. Yeah, I just brought it with me, and I make it a point to keep my, my first aid up and current, and my, uh, uh, what is it, my CPR license, up-to-date and current, just like everything else. Like, you know, just take, taking precautions, not just for myself, but for those around me. So that way I can offer more when I'm at the locker room. I'm not just a wrestler, you know. That's just my favorite role. Well said. Well, we're down to the last few minutes of the show. If you want to say Anything at all, plug and promote all you have, shows, merchandise, social media, your favorite dry cleaner, anything you'd like, floor is yours. <laughs> well, thank you. I actually have a fantastic flooring company that's here in 
Shelton, Washington. And also, if you're ever in Shelton, Washington, go hit up Susan's Grill, amazing pie. But if you're looking for a malt, go down to Nita's Cafe on Railroad, and you will be pleasantly surprised at what a tiny hole in the wall of a restaurant can provide for you. If you are interested in any type of merchandise, such as hats, uh, beanies, shirts, um, and even, I think I'm even doing bags right now. I will make you some customized Sunny Days merchandise. DM me through my Facebook as, what is that, Sunny Days 1313? Or you can just look up Mindy Easton um, and instant message me there. I'm also on Instagram, and you can hit me up at stormy underscore nights 13. That's me. That's right. I bring liquid sunshine in a stormy night. I also have a Twitter, which is Sunny Days 1313, and I also have a Snapchat, which is Rain and Hell. That's R E I G N underscore E N H E L L E. Rain and Hell. That's me, Sunny D. Went on a bad day. Anyways, those are my things. You can hit me up that way. For booking information, please send me a email through deja vu at yahoo.com. I'll spell that for you. D-A-Y-Z-I-A-V-I-E-W 1313 at yahoo.com. Well, Ms. Days, as always, it is an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for being here at Funny Ha Ha Month, and I <laughs> bet our paths will cross soon. <laughs> Oh, yes, they will. Hugs and headlocks. Boom, pal, until next time. And I'm Audi 5000. I don't know. A lot of Audi. Baby Moonshine, I hear you have a cash app. You can take payment for your merchandise. You want to tell us all about that? Oh, me too. Me too. It's Sunny Day 1313. What's your cash app? My cash app is do not pass. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Uh, well, first off, um, I wanted to say uh, with that whole CPR thing or whatever, Sunny did happen to be there and save my dad once, so I will say, you know. <laughs> and, it is uh, good to have. I definitely. No matter where you go. Yes. Yes, yes. If we weren't there, who knew what would have happened? <laughs> um, well, we weren't going to talk and, about that. <laughs> yes, I'm just saying I, I appreciate it very much. <laughs> well, yeah, we family, um, you know. You go to shows once a oh, week, and you hang out with these weird, kooky characters, <laughs> and the next thing you know, you're saving their life. Yeah, 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 that's how it works. <laughs> that's a pretty chill family for you. Yes, yes. I definitely don't have as much as uh, Sunny there. She's got like a whole list of things, but um, me, um, you know, <laughs> you know okay. been, yeah, yeah. She had, she had it like damn pat. It was like a, like a whole little promo right there. <laughs> um, uh, uh, you can always look up if you want. If you're bored, you want to see any of my matches, you can always look up and JB Moonshine, not the band. Wrestler for JB Moonshine on YouTube. You'd always see any of my matches. Um, I have shows coming up. I will miss BCW on the 23rd because I will be in Spokane wrestling uh, Jay Manton uh, at SAPW that support all pro wrestling. Uh, and then um, on the stitch, I will be in Roseburg wrestling for Power Pit Pro Wrestling. I will be taking on Zach Winters for the Power Pit uh, heavyweight title. What's that um, for me? I, I'm hoping. I, I mean, me and Zach, we got history. And, and, and yeah. you know who's going to be backing up Zach? And that would be yep. that would be my paw. So. <laughs> um, and then I'm hoping BCW will be back. Uh, I'm, I heard November 7th, but I'm not sure. I'm hoping to have more details by then, but that's what that's what I was told. 
So hopefully we'll be back to weekly shows at BCW. And yeah, if you want, if you want a, J, a JB merch, I got hoodies, I got shirts, hats, beanies, you name it. I I got it or I can get it. Um, and yeah, I have a cash app that you can hit me up with or whatever. It is do not pass. It's a capital D, the number zero, capital N, and then O T P A S S in lower cases. And I think that's about all I got now. <laughs> all right. Well, fans, I will be at a third show the 23rd. I'll be at – actually, a third and a fourth. I'll be at the Northwest Pro Show, followed right after by Glamour. On the 6th, I will be at Woo America, where Coach Mike Jones will apparently be. You can find us next week. Next Friday, we have Nate Patrick's referee for SWE in Texas. One week from today, stand-up comic slash pro wrestling fanatic J.R. Beard will be here as we go further into Funny Haha Month. So make plans to be with us. Everybody stay safe out there. Go support your local independent pro wrestling. We will talk to you soon.